Hello, folks. This is Sean Zock. I am joined by Dylan DeChair. This is your favorite golf podcast. This is the Drop Zone. We just had an epic week down at Pinehurst playing the Cradle, the number four course. We hung out with a bunch of the greatest minds in golf at the Top 100 Teacher Summit. Hell of a week. We sat down with George Gankus. He is one of the four people we podcasted with. He is probably the hottest teacher in the game right now, I think. Would you say? Oh, yeah. On the rise, big time. He's on fire. We talked with him about a number of things in his golf instruction, his own different theories, how he got his start. But before we talk to you about that, I want to tell you about Whoop. Whoop is a fitness tracker changing the way people track fitness, sleep, recovery, everything that helps you get healthier. Dylan and I have been trying to get healthier by wearing the bands for more than a week now. We're trying to get optimized for our performance. You can too. Just go to whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. Use the promo code DROPZONE, D-R-O-P-Z-O-N-E, for 15% off your membership. Check it out. And now, George Gankis, Dylan. How did it feel to be touched by the hand of Gankus? Oh, I mean, it was intimate. When uh, people describe him as a hands-on instructor, <laughs> he is very literally hands-on. He had his hands uh, all over us. He was getting us in the right positions, getting our legs moving, heels moving, hips turning, shoulders rotating, hands nice and high. Jeez. In front of an audience, <laughs> too. Yeah, we were in front of about 115 of the most important instruction minds teachers coaches mm -hmm. they're all watching us and that, that is a bit nerve-wracking oh yeah i mean it, it would be nerve-wracking for anyone besides george gankis also i mean it probably even still to be fair was nerve-wracking for him because you know everyone is watching with a critical eye everyone yeah. is everyone has their own styles and strategies of getting people into the proper positions Gankus has his own way of doing it, and he was really fun to sit down with. Yeah, well, we sat down with him prior to the lesson. I was actually most nervous before the lesson when I was hitting balls in front of mm -hmm. strangers by myself. Everyone kind of crowded around, and then Gankus comes in and just, like, envelops you with his ways, which is, like, ultimately not too different from most teachers, but he is so hands-on, like you said, and so forceful. He talks so quickly about all these different things that you're – kind of cutting corners on in your swing. He really needed to change my swing path because I was taking it back super inside and then making all these various little compensations just to get the club face straight. And so I was coming so inside and cutting across the ball. And that was what was leading to this like kind of high fade that didn't have to fade. It doesn't have to just hit the ball. There's probably a lesson in that though, right? The fact that you were nervous when it was just you kind of doing your thing. Mm -hmm. But then once Gankus is there telling you what to do, you can kind of externalize all of that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Then if you hit a bad shot, it's because you're getting bad instruction. It's mm -hmm. not because, <laughs> you know, it's not because you were doing anything wrong. Well, and he sets expectations really low. You know, he was trying to get me to see the ball turn from right to left because mm -hmm. I'm so used my entire life, hit the ball left to right, a little bit of a fade to, at the worst, a balloon slice. He wanted to see me curve the ball to the left, and he did. He was able to do it. Snap hook the shit out of it, I, I think did. is what he said. Yes, and so that was that was kind of part of it. We only really had him working with me for 20 minutes, but in those 20 minutes, he probably gave me five things to really work on with my body. First and foremost, my stance, then like the depth of my swing, 
get me away from cupping my wrist mm-hmm. and then really, really working, working on hip rotation. So it looked good what he was doing with you out there. Yeah. I mean, the stand fun. stuff is, is, is dope. As he would say, stand up straight round those shoulders, get in that power position. Mm-hmm. We'll have you right in no time. Before we start, George was his truest self, which is a blast, but he uses a, a number of swear words <laughs> throughout. We bleep them, uh, but don't let that bother you. That's just George being himself. He was great. Enjoy the combo. All right, we are down at the Top 100 Teacher Summit at Pinehurst. Special man of the hour right now is George Gankus. Uh, just talking a little Monday Night Football. But you're a Bears fan. Yeah, I'm a Bears fan. And uh, what's going on with the Bears? Uh, they're not very not good, <laughs> but they did win yesterday. Yeah. So I was happy. Yeah, down. they finally won. Are you a Trubisky truther? Um, well, I'm online right now, so I'm really not going to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> I think that's good. Is good that cool? answer. Good, good answer. answer. This right. is your first time. I mean, if you it. love bears, you got to You got to believe that, you know, you got to get him playing. You know what I mean? Yes. That's he, the truth. At some point, he just got to. He's got, yeah, time. I think he's very talented. I just don't think that mentally he's letting go. Put it that way. Yeah. We're getting he's closer and closer to the truth here. The, the more truth he talks is about straight it. up. As soon as he lets go and he's okay with just fucking up. Yeah. We're going to be good. Love it. <laughs> you uh, know what I'm saying? So this is your first time at Pinehurst. Uh, it is. It's beautiful. And so is this your first Top 100 Teachers Summit? Yeah. I mean, I've never even been close. <laughs> it's a big deal in the instruction world. We just were in a ballroom with over 100 of the best teachers in the world. You were going to give a presentation later. You're going to give us a lesson. I'm you gonna, too? Yes. Oh, sick. But you're so you are my two free lessons like yes. all day I'm to us. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm a little worried. Are you? Are I, you nervous? Well, I just... I, I'm the one who's supposed to be nervous because these guys Sean are all going to be judging anxiety. me. Yeah, I'm going to be out in front of a bunch of people who know golf really well, play golf really well, and I'm the, you know, schlummy nine handicap who... He's got speed, though. I've got plenty of speed. So we'll have to slow you down and relax you. Ooh, Maybe. Can you relax? Yeah. All right, you'll have to start. I'll do some breathing exercises for you with them. Just kidding. I don't do that <laughs> shit. Okay. Explain to us what do you think you will end up presenting to the, the teachers. Uh... Well, I, I don't think about what I'm going to do before I do it because then that stresses me out. So okay. um, I never have a plan. I like that. I don't. I, I just flow. If I, if I actually think about what I'm going to do, I, I could go through 50 scenarios and the next thing you know, I'm nervous. And I don't get myself nervous. Does it ever get you into trouble though? What, not thinking before? Well, I usually don't think before I speak, but usually it just flows. You know what I <laughs> okay. mean? And people like that better. But if I was thinking about, I got to be careful with this, 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 yeah. come out whack. Mm-hmm. What gets you up in the morning to go teach, to go, you know, what gets you out of bed excited to take on the world? Um, I don't know everything. You know, a lot of people probably think I think I know everything, but not even close. And so if I can, you know, help each player, um, I never take anybody lightly. Um, A 20, 30 handicapper might know everybody. And if I give a bad lesson, he's going to talk shit. So what gets me up is the motivation to know that I'm going to change some people's lives in golf. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help their golf swings like you guys today. You are booked up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you are. When if my so brother like, wanted to get a, a lesson from you, June, May, maybe May, June. No I'm way. Gonna, yeah, it's oh, kind of wild. No. Well, we were just walking the so range. So you guys got in on VIP. We got lucky. I, know. See, I don't we, know. We'll see how lucky you guys. Got. <laughs> we formed our way in, but we were just walking the range, and you know, you're a celebrity now, at least 
in the golf world. Place it's like funny Myers. when people say that. I think it's ridiculous. Well, I'm a golf coach. Yeah. And I help people with their golf swings. I know. Far but, from a slab. But there's a lot of people out there that want help with their golf swings, the two of us included, and those two guys we just ran into on the range included. People want pictures with you and stuff. It's weird. Yeah. How? When did it's that weird. start We're happening? Wolf and I'm, I'm like, Wolf's over there. I said, go take pictures of him. No, we yeah. want a picture. I'm like, this is weird. You know what I mean? When did that start? Um, probably the last couple of years. Um, since like, you know, I started teaching Sun King and then, you know, I've just because of social media, it's been, you know, people recognize who you are and they want to come and say, what's up? And it's cool. It's, it's a good thing. I feel like people have a, people spend a lot of time defining like your philosophy and your ethos, but how do you see it? What do you of what say people is the, think they the George Gankus way? Well, Mike Bender just told me that out there that, you know, I just teach speed and I, and I, and not, no disrespect cause he wasn't trying to disrespect, but it, that's, that's the, the perception. By that's some the people. perception. Yeah. And, and that's okay. I mean, cause I get people that go, Oh, all you do is shallow people. All you get is rotate. All you have is speed. I mean, until you watch me teach, you don't know what the f- I teach. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's the truth. And if I can't cast, I apologize. It's just no. natural. No, you, you so, definitely so can't. So I, I just think until you've seen me teach in person, you shouldn't talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, haven't seen you teach. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you might see you might see clips of me teaching, but that doesn't mean every day is different. All my all my guys who shout on me go, I have no clue what the fuck you're gonna do. Yeah, like because I'll see it. I have two videos, one on the front, one on the back. Sometimes I'll just see them on the face, and and I'll go about it a different way than I would the very next lesson. And they might have the same exact golf swings, which never happens. But you know what I mean? <laughs> it's been a you know, it's a cliche word, but it's been a, a, a bit of a meteoric rise for yourself in the instruction world. Because you are one of a handful of people that are giving a presentation to some of the best teachers in the world this week. And 10 years ago, I mean, you were... No one knew who I was. No one knew who you were. No, I mean, I was still I was still fixing people's swings. It's just people didn't know who I was. And, and I think social media obviously changed that and probably wouldn't be recognized, no matter how many guys I had on tour, Yeah. Um, if without social media. Because I live in California and there's no tour players out there. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that people don't realize is that most players, most coaches out here got recognized because of their tour players. I didn't have any tour players. Isn't that weird? A little well, bit. I, well, I, I just think it's, I don't want to say false confidence. It's just, it's not why you should be recognized. Yeah. It should be recognized because your guys ride for you. Mm-hmm. My, my player, you ain't hear nobody talk shit about me that's, that, that has got lessons from me, but you hear a lot of people talk shit who haven't. Yeah. A whole lot. You know what I mean? My players ride for me. That's why I have a big following because they've been there and they know that I care about them. You know what I mean? A number of the people that you teach are these prodigies between Akshay, Wolf, a number of really young kids. A lot of good the young kids. Kid. Yeah, there's um, a lot of sick players coming up right now that I have. You start with them so early because yeah. you have this very approachable nature, right? And you are almost like an older brother. I don't know if I'm no, I—that's I, 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 probably whether a father figure or, or a brother, or you know, I just you know trying to be friends with mm-hmm. them and and make sure that they they're guided the right way for golf and you know hopefully life a little bit. How important is meeting a player early? I know, like it's not the only thing, but I imagine it's helpful to meet Matt Wolf when he's young and needs a coach to like bring him through those adolescent golf years or trust the trust is there with wolf it's like he would never go to anybody else because he doesn't know what yeah anything besides what i'm going to tell him Mm -hmm. he knows everything before i say it what he needs to work on 
He's like, all right, I need to get my neck out. All right, I need to get my, my shoulders out. Um, oh, okay, I, I'm actually not turning enough. Um, I got to get my face more shut. Little tiny things that he knows before I'm going to say it, he already does, and mm -hmm. it's cool. And, and I think that that's what good coaching is. It's not, hey, you got to be on the driving range every day with this player. Yeah. Why aren't you out with Wolf? Because he's self-sufficient. He, he knows what he's doing. And, yeah. and if I didn't know what I was doing, then I'd be out there with him every week. Do you like being out on tour? Because no. I know it's not like the it. foundation of your... I don't like, legit, I love tour players. They're all cool to me. And I and, and I, I hope no one looks at this and goes, I don't like teaching tour players because I uh -huh. really do. I like teaching anyone. But the fact is, is do I think that that's what makes a coach good? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think it's it's the easiest job there is. I think tour players are already so talented that that there's fine tunes fine tuning. And I think most coaches here would probably disagree with me. And it's just my opinion, and they're entitled to theirs. Do you like caddying? I do. I'm caddying for Akshay in, in uh, Sea Island. No, I didn't mention that. I just did right now. But he, yeah. just, he just asked me last week, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll take the week well, off. Well, and you caddy for money. Matt sometimes, and you, you've been on the bag a fair amount. So you like that better than just being there as a coach? I, I, don't, I don't mind being there as a coach. It's just, you know, I have quite a few players. Um, and I know every time there a new player wants to experiment with me and be like, hey, can I see you for an hour? And it's it's one to another to another to another to it's it's really what's the right word? I enjoy it because it's teaching, but I like being in my own environment. And when I mean my own environment where that they're on my time, they're on my mat mm -hmm. and I know where my shit's at. Meaning I got sticks here, I got a mirror here, I got my camera here. And, and when I come over here and I'm gonna do a lesson with you guys, I'm not familiar with where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I don't have my video camera, I don't have my examples, look at this. So that's out of my environment. So that's the only thing that would probably make me like unsure of where I'm at, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And when we give a lesson, like you guys are probably gonna be nervous because all these guys are judging, f them. <laughs> I'm gonna be nervous, you know I mean? let's Why? be honest. What, what are you nervous about? What I'm nervous about is the Wow. The big right miss. That's what he's nervous about. I don't even care about the, the like, if you hit it somewhat out there. I'm just, like, worried about some type of shank. Because I, I did oh. my, my Instagram research, right? Are you, are you okay with shanking it? That is the ultimate I have, right I've, miss. I've shanked it from here. From here are you okay here. with shanking it? I think I need to be, based yeah, off what you you're are. saying. Yeah, you are. 100%. Just be cool with it. it ain't gonna yeah. If it does, who cares? Yeah. I'll shank one for you to start the lesson. <laughs> How's that sound? There we go. If you want me to shank one, I will. Um, these guys they ain't, they ain't gonna say nothing to you well they're changing your life see but the, the thing that you mentioned earlier is that people create a perception of you and your teaching style based off of instagram 182,000 followers based off of youtube you have like 45,000 subscribers and so quite literally last night i'm one of those people i'm scrolling through your instagram feed and i'm seeing you take people back and stop them and then they go through. And I know that it's much more complex than the way I just described it. No, that's pretty But simple. that's but there's a reason intimidating to me to like stop a motion that I know so well and then move forward, uh, having done that probably for the first time in front of 150 people. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's so people can actually feel the pressure in their feet different. It's also so you can complete your backswing. Yes. Get enough depth. I'm sorry. Enough depth, right? Yeah. And so... Um, you can just basically pivot through the shot. So there's no compensations. That's the whole deal with it. But if I have someone lifting their arms up and then all of a sudden they think they're gonna pivot without like doing something to compensate, mm -hmm. to get it back inside uh, or stand up because of what's happened prior, 
Um, that's why I do it. I'm excited for this because Dylan and I have pl- probably played 10 rounds of golf together this year, probably 10 last year. We play a lot of golf together. And probably the one, the greatest fatal flaw I have within my swing is not finishing a backswing, not going all the way and getting way too quick away from it. Dylan will tell me, think about Hideki's swing. Don't do exactly what Hideki does, but try to do a little bit of that just to get you back there and finish it. He's right. I mean, finish your shoulder turn to the top, and 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 that means probably your hip turn too is is not there. Mm-hmm. But it might be just you're you're absolutely sequenced, and you got a short swing like Fino. Uh, Fino. You know? Do you have any Go. Do you have any golf swings that you of uh, guys that aren't your guys that you're just like Joaquin Neiman? I love his golf swing. swing. I love John Rahm's golf swing. Uh, who else? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. He's top ten. Uh, Xander Shuffley. Xander. So wait. It's so what are you? Front of the program. He's dope. So Joaquin yeah. gets like with his elbows like really tight. Yes, yeah, basically his pivot just doing that. So and and Rom, everybody knows Rom's swing is. Real Much short. more abbreviated than a normal swing. Very little risk, a lot of flexion, and just... Xander's got a very strong swing. Yeah. So what do you love about those guys' swings when you think... I, I see their, their... What I see is I, I like... What's different is their structure is different. I like Xander's sh- structure, meaning how his arms are at. Um, I, I, I like um, Joaquin Neiman's structure up top. I love how... He actually gets in the ground and he, and he does lay it down and then he turns like crazy. All of them turn mm-hmm. through the ball really nice. Um, I like John Rom, his like short, very little wrist cock, really flexed, kind of like a burger. Um, mm-hmm. It's just different, you know, where some of my guys are crossed up, some of my guys are laid off. Um, but those are some of my, you know, favorite swings. And there's a reason to be, I mean, Hideki's he got a solid swing. I mean, Tiger, I mean, well, there's a lot of swings I like. There's things I prefer, but. All of them. Uh, I I even like Brooks's swing and and DJ's too. I mean, just there's differences between them. It sounds like different appeals to you. Different does, yeah. It's it's just it's fascinating to me why things work, yeah. and why people think that everyone should have the same exact golf swing is doesn't even make sense yeah. a little bit to me. Doesn't. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, there's it, certain attributes that everyone. Uh, could have yes you know not should or have to have mm-hmm. it's they could like have certain things but, yeah, but i see it all the time i see people that like have no turn and they're standing up or tilting and, and they flush it and you're yeah. like well i wouldn't teach my kids to do that but if if it's working for them who, who yeah. am i to come over and say your shit sucks kyle corver great three-point shooter shoots a lot different than steph curry mm-hmm. clay thompson has the perfect jump shot but steph is a better shooter like yeah, I look. I look. Mechanics to that. don't mean you're good. No, it means exactly. you, you got to be able to hit the shot still. Tell us about your home course because you're not exactly posted up at like an exclusive <laughs> private country club. Yeah, it's pretty. Where are you? I'm in a place called Westlake Golf Course, and it's it's a public driving range. Shitty balls. Um, they used to be really good until Matt Wolf, Alex Millay, um, every Johnny Ruiz, myself, we all were hit another freeway because you can yeah. fly it over really it's like it's like it's probably only like i mean i don't say only because i'll sound like a dish but 310 fly yeah. 300 fly that's i mean it. you know what i mean <laughs> so you're flying it over and we're all trying to i mean if it's it's if it's a challenge kids are gonna do it but not thinking there's a freeway there and so cars were starting to get hit what's behind the mats they can't move the mats back no there's there's bushes back there okay. i mean it's just it's not so functional. they ran out of nice and then driving an, range balls it, yes so what happened is that if they built a bigger fence it would be cool but they decided to change golf balls and so the balls are good up to like 
six iron and then they look like they just fall out of the grip fall out of the sky really? I, i'm sure my my guy who who runs the course is going to be happy with me saying all this <laughs> if he hears this he'll be like wait way to go george <laughs> but it's the truth though it's like it's embarrassing to bring a tour player over there because i do get tour players to go there and they're mm. like what's up with these balls but they usually don't complain too much so you can many, still teach them effectively with those golf yeah balls. absolutely how many uh hours are you working are you putting 70 80 hour weeks what's going on <sighs> um I feel like you're all. Yeah, I know, but I. I'd feel say like you're there every day. I'm there. Usually eight to. I'm trying to get get off by five now, but I used to go eight to eight. How hard is that to do? Well, it, we just booked it out further, so now I'm out till June. You know what I mean? So it just yeah. it helped me get booked out more and more days. But it, well, what it is 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 nine to five, and then my assistant Crystal is the best. She's like, you know, if they want to come in at eight, we're gonna charge them a thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. And anywhere after five o'clock is a thousand. And mm-hmm. I still get there. I still yeah. go eight to eight. It doesn't matter. When when was the like scheduling boom for you? Because what, like a year ago, Shipnuck did the future two, story. Two years ago, I had, uh, I just couldn't handle calling everybody back and being pissed off. You didn't have a scheduler at that time? I didn't. And everybody's like, you should do this like online stuff. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll just pay somebody. So I paid somebody cheap at first. And then, uh, her boyfriend took over, which is <laughs> one of my best friends. Um, and then it went to this next girl who's been like amazing. She books everything, and I'm a pain in the ass. I'm like, I asked her for a lot of stuff because yeah. she gets paid a lot. Good <laughs> for a little while. Your your uh, whole model was in a little trouble. You got you got in a bit of a mess with Gigi Swing Tips. Yeah, give us like the clip notes of this whole saga. Uh, with Gigi Swing Tips. Yeah. Um. With GG Swing Tips, you know, I got into it with a partner. Um, I barely knew him. He approached me, says we should do an online membership. And we did, and it went good. And it was a 50-50 partnership. And there was no transparency. I couldn't see any things that were going on. Yeah, but you were giving, you were basically giving Swing Tips online. You were yeah. releasing videos. Yeah, 100%. Behind a paywall, essentially. Well, what ended up happening is, is like I said, there's no transparency. So I was like, dude, this is some bullshit. Next thing you know, he stopped paying me. And then it became real bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now that, that's when it was on. And then um so there was some legal shit and it's all figured out. Good. We're good. So you're good. I mean, it We're sounds good. like you're doing okay. Now. We're good. Yeah, every, everything's good. Yeah. You know, it's it I'm I'm glad it happened, to be honest. And and unfortunately for people that followed me and, and supported Chigi Swing Tips, um it was good because then I formulated my own thing and I'm the owner of it. I run the shit now. And what's so the site now for people to George Gankis Golf, GeorgeGankis.golf. Um, and I have an online membership and it's it's a commitment for 12 months and it's it's I mean I never promote my shit. You never heard me talk about it. It's thorough but it's, though. But it's thorough and it took me 2 years to do and it's a no-brainer. It's like it's 600 bucks. Uh, if you want to do it for a year, it's 500 uh, all up front or 50 bucks a month for 12 months and that comes to 600 but i mean i would never say go get it, it watch my shit, and if, if you ain't getting enough then get it because it's worth it i'm glad you said watch my shit because that is how a lot of people ingest you yeah is by watching you teach um on youtube i was checking out some videos last night and a lot of the people here though like the, the group of people we we're talking about at the summit 135 140 people they not all of them will agree that you can have as effectual of um, teaching through videos you need to be hands-on 
Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I mean, okay. so I think you should be hands-on for sure. Um, but if you don't have, you know, the right information, I think that you can go the wrong way. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, but if, if I had my choice, obviously, but if someone, if it was a perfect world for me, I'd say, come see me one time. If you're deciding to, to invest in what I do, yeah. um, I would say, come see me one time, get a lesson, find out what applies to you. And then you have a full plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and then come back whenever. It's like, like a course, leisure. right? It's it like is a, a course, but it's, it's thorough and it's, it took me a long time. It's good. I mean, I, I, I don't ever tell anybody to ever buy my shit. Yeah, I, promise I can you. tell you're. It's not, I don't self-promote. People yeah. might think because I'm, then people say, oh, you made it because you're, you're a good marketer. I'm like, what the f*** are you talking about? I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, I'm not a marketer. What's I, the mindset behind no self-promotion? I'm I'm, I'm here for my players and that's the honest to God truth. If I can take care of my players, they'll take care of me. Mm -hmm. All right. That is a good spot to take a break quick here and tell the people about whoop. Whoop is a fitness tracking band that tells you everything about how your body is performing, sleeping, how your heart is handling your daily workload. If your workout was a little bit too long for your body and what you have done already today, it calls all that information into an app and it really works to inform you into how you are treating your body each day, 24-7. Dylan, you've been wearing it now for like 10 days. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are the people, those top 100 teachers at Pinehurst go surprisingly hard, Sean. Yeah. We were up later than we should have been. My whoop was giving me some facts, some knowledge about my recovery. It was a little bit discouraging when I got home last night. Whew. Well, you know, to get to bed. Yeah. It just explains to me, Hey Sean, you probably need to spend this next week spending more time sleeping. Like you need to give yourself some recovery time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was actually blown away. I did a three mile run prior to the Pinehurst top 100 summit. So I ran for three miles. I worked up a certain level of strain. Not to brag. Yeah. Not a big runner, but then we played number four at Pinehurst. We walked 18 holes, bag on the back, and it was basically the same amount of strain on my body and my heart between running three miles or walking 18 holes and swinging a bunch. People so, don't know that you carry like 50 or 60 golf balls in your bag <laughs> just for like weight training. So that could have something to do with it. Well, basically my takeaway is that my body is getting a good workout by playing golf. If I think three miles is a good workout running, then I think playing 18 holes, bag on the back, is a good workout. I'm Drop going zone to, listeners should walk. Walk your 18 hole. Walk but what else should they do, Sean? How can they get this drop zone discount? Yes. They need to invest in a membership and Whoop will send you the band for free. You can get a discount on that membership too. Just go to whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com. Use the promo code DROPZONE, D-R-O-P-Z-O-N-E. I like how that rhymes. For 15% off the membership. Get involved, people. Become a more fit, healthy person with this little band on your wrist pushing you along the way. And now, back to George Gankis. Seems like you definitely still enjoy teaching. We had breakfast a year ago at a diner, and you were, you know, we were out in the middle of the diner. You were kind of getting me in different positions. But yeah, you you haven't lost, like, the fire and enjoyment for helping people. Yeah. Yeah. What motivates me is when people come at me. That's why why I like it. When Does people, that happen a lot? A lot. People talk shit all the time. It's probably going to happen today. What? Yeah. Because people, there's too many egos in golf yeah. and people all think they're right. And it's, and I'll, I'll never claim that I know everything, but if you come at me, 
I'll, I'll, it's not going to be easy for you. Mm. I promise you that. It's, it's, and there's guys here who are way smarter than me, but can they attack problems as quick? Mm-hmm. You what, say smarter in terms of like book smart. I book smart, and you know they've been they've been like all these guys, not all, but a lot of play, a lot of people collaborate with each other, talk with each other. Yeah. I have a small group of guys that that I trust, like Chris Como, uh, Lucas Wald, um, Luke Brack. These these are guys that, to me, if we're gonna wrap out, it's like no one's teaching anybody. Chris isn't teaching me. I'm not teaching Chris. Yeah. Uh, we just talk about cool shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's different ideas, but you need to stay healthy with your mind. It's, and it's not a battle of, Hey, how much pressure should there be at P five or how, you know, your shoulders should be like squared impact. No, they should be 30 degrees. Who gives a fuck? How about you match the player up appropriately to what, what is needed rather than saying, this is the only way to do it or fight about where pressure should be. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. It's not helping anybody. And it's so ego driven that, that it makes me kind of want to not be even, even in a position where I'm at right here in front of people, Yeah. because I could spend my time helping people who want to learn. Sure. Not people who want to fight over bullshit. What's the most common uh, teaching mistake that you see? Is it that like one size fits all method or? I, but that, that'd be me, my, me giving an opinion of what I think's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. I would say I let everybody out here do what they want to do. And, and if the players like it, they're going to stick with them. I'm not going to go, hey, I could teach that guy better than that guy, which a lot of people will probably do that to me today. And I'll laugh at him. I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. Now, you mentioned a number of your players. I kind of want to dive into them if we can a little bit. Um, I was out here at Piners for the Amateur, watched your boy Akshay a little bit. Um, he has gone pro. He was the number one amateur in the world. What was the number, number one? one junior, number one junior. Number one junior, excuse me. Top five amateur, yeah. Um, what's it like when you realize that someone you're teaching, coaching, is a phenom? Like, is when did you realize that, like, okay, this kid's got it? Um, well, it, I mean, he was starting to actually win it, like, what, 15? Mm-hmm. You know, he's 17 now, and it's like he's 17. You know what I mean? He's 17 years old, and no one's ever done what he's trying to do. Um, no one. And so when I hear people say he should go to college or should have done this and give their opinions, wait till he's 19. He's going to rip people's heads off, you know, and and he's not failing and he feels like he, you know, he's letting people down and and I'm more of his mental coach right now and have to be because it's, it's tough. It's like with Wolf, we talk mental all the time is because when he first came out, it was, you know, you know, I, I should be playing better and the expectations are high and all this. And I get it. People have expectations for both of them because they're so, so amazing but the fact is is they got to keep things in check in their own brain and, and and that's what we have to do with akshay so i've known that akshay was special i knew that wolf was special and you know i've been with them since they started so it's like it's cool because you know once you actually get good players then that breeds more good players you know what i'm saying and when okay. when you got a good player it's like oh who does he coach yeah and, and so i could get lucky mm-hmm. in two th- year 2000 when i started i could have got a tour player and all of a sudden i'd be out here people up yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and i i wouldn't know what i was doing but in, in 2000 yeah. i might you know what i mean it's like a lot of times things happen at the right time and, yeah. and for me it happened at the right time because i felt like you know i knew what i was doing in 2000 but you know in 10 years from now i'll be like that guy was 
10 years ago for me now I thought I knew more than I really did do you feel a certain level of pressure as the coach for someone that you think is worldly talented like there has to be I never question what I what I can do for a player I I I feel like I've always felt that I have the confidence to fix anyone Um, I do and I always will the fact is 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 that really the truth we'll find out you know what I mean but but in general as a coach you know, like with Wolf and Akshay, you know, they have a lot of pressure, especially with me being on social media, then me posting them. That There's an extra pressure that goes along with that mm-hmm. if you're getting posted, you know what I mean? And and I ask them, and they're both cool with it. They want to be posted. So it's like, yeah. and they don't beg for it. They're just like, hey, don't post this or post sure. it. It's like, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. They're, they're not they're not afraid of the, the, the light. Mm-hmm. Now, are you still coaching or at least helping out with Padraig? Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. I just, he, he does, uh, what is it called? I'm so excited. Uh, what's up? Whatever. <laughs> what's no up? So there's Padraig from yesterday. Uh-huh. And he sends me all kinds of funny, cool stuff. Nice. Not sure of my plans, but I need some some speed. <laughs> I need some speed. That's what I said. I need said. some speed. Well, he is the ultimate I tinkerer. guess I'm a drug dealer now. I need yeah. some speed. <laughs> he's the ultimate tinkerer. Yeah, he's it, awesome. That's what it seems like. Um, it, what is it like coaching the ultimate tinkerer, like the He's guy the who's always trying to do something I mean, something even different. if I didn't coach him, his energy is the best. I love the guy. He's Him and him and Ronan, his caddy, are the two coolest guys, and I just feel blessed that I could even, you know, hang out with those guys because he's a legend and he's, he's cool. he teaches you some stuff. Yeah, well, he's just as – you know, he teaches me – my wife was spending a little much on the credit card, <laughs> and – Oh, no. And it was funny that that it, I don't want to tell you because it's a ridiculous amount, and and when I say ridiculous, yeah. it's ridiculous. Please do. Okay. Yeah. So and Patrick's like, hey, can you eat? And I go, yeah, I can f- eat. And he goes, that's all that matters. Then you're then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he said, and he put me right back in my place. And I was like, cool. So yeah, he he can give you advice. He's yeah. like, I've never looked at my bank statement ever. I don't care. <laughs> It's like, he just no lives way. day to day. It's sick. Yeah, I mean, he's that's something we can learn. Videos. That's where we can learn from Padre. I mean, the guy's freaking awesome. Like, he's like, he doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. He's swinging. Like, I forgot where we were at. I think we were at TPC. And he's sitting there like this, like this. And, and like, Joaquin Neiman and all the younger kids are looking at him going, probably in their mind going, what the fuck is yeah, this guy this doing? This old man is crazy. Yeah, but, but he doesn't give a shit, And that's what makes him even cooler. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like every month there's a new video of him playing on the euro tour like stepping into his swing <laughs> he's like jumping doing a little waggle mid takeaway he's got stuff dangling but he's off not his head. doing it to like yeah. be cool it's like no just, that's what he wants to actually if like, he's get doing it to be cool he's doing something wrong yeah no. <laughs> yes. no it's like straight up he believes that that he's doing the right thing always path. yeah he's on the path gosh and he is he's the best all right i want to hear about the george gankis scouting report on george gankis what's your own game like you said you shot 67 the other day at LA yeah. Country Club. I know you would. Six nine, that six up. seven oh. at, at uh, what do you call it? Ohio? Okay. Ohio. But six nine at uh, LA. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that was with the head pro, so you can verify that. What's Tom? What's your game like? And you can call him. It was last week. Uh, I'm playing pretty solid. Um, I've played a. Uh, I've, I haven't played a lot of golf. It surprised me. My last four rounds have been in the 60s. Um, and then I played nine holes at Moore Park and played pretty bad. Um, but that was my last round uh, with Johnny and I both played terrible for nine holes. But besides that, it's been pretty good. You hit it pretty hard. Um, yeah, I, I, I would hope so. Like I would, I would hope the guy that is definitely known for bringing speed to people wasn't just has some it. speed himself. Yeah. yeah, but not everyone, you know, not everyone can 
practice what they preach, right? No. Not every coach has time to do it, though. You can right. – on the defense of a coach, you don't want to hit balls after you've been doing it for as long as you, you can. But I yeah. still do. I still have the passion to actually want to figure things out in my own swing, in my own game. Mm -hmm. And even if I know everything that I think I know, it's still hard to apply it when you don't have time to put in the reps. But there is no yeah. excuse for me. I'm going to still try and do it. Are you one of those, like, West Coast wake up at 5 a.m. workout people? No, work no, 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 no. I'll, I'll wake up at, at like six o'clock if I have to work at nine, six thirty, and uh, get a workout in. Um, I haven't for the last two months because I went to Greece and got before four, three, four months. I got for me ripped, and I hadn't been in shape like that. Let's and then go. I'm like, and then I was like, all right, I did it. I'm done. <laughs> what? And now I've been sleeping in. Yeah, exactly. You just have to get somewhere, and then you can chill. Okay. Um, I think maybe the way the reason you brought this up is because in the Shipneck profile, he said that you were considering at some point probably trying to play the Champions Tour. I'd love to. Am I good enough Are right we, now? I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I I haven't played any tournaments, so I probably shoot. I probably I probably shit the bed for a little bit, and then I figured out. But yeah. I wouldn't be worried about shit in the bed. Is there a path that you've kind of like delineated for yourself to that or? Um, no, not really. I think that I probably should start playing some tournaments mm -hmm. and getting out there and, and, you know, embarrassing myself for a little bit because that's what you have to do. You know what I mean? You think so? I don't think I'll embarrass myself ever in golf, but I think that. You think that's like a necessary evil? I, I do. I think that I, if I go shoot 74, 75 in some tournaments first off, that's fine by me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's, it is what it is because. You know, it'll eventually turn into some some solid rounds like my normal rounds because I'm not that mental. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One thing I learned about you in the Shipnick profile is that you're an all-state wrestler. Uh, I was pretty, pretty decent. I mean, you you feel like you have the wrestler's body where you can if you. I if, still if you feel like if muscle. someone talks to me here, I'll pick them up and slam. Well, I'm not going to talk <laughs> to you. Not here in this room, <laughs> but at the top hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. If some if somebody starts talking some. Shit, well, that would be a way to bring some attention to the top 100 summit, actually. Yeah, it'd be like, who wants to get beat up? I mean, five years ago, I'm, I don't know if you've heard about it. People in the room will tell you. Brandel was up on stage. Uh-oh. People were going People up. were going at him. By the way, Brandel's the f***ing coolest guy. Ever. I know. He, he really is a good dude. He's, uh, he gets a bad rap, but he's dope. He's misunderstood by some, <laughs> but I don't understand why. I think he talks shit just to, to stir up the shit, but we're gonna he's an awesome dude. Yeah, we're going to talk with him in this format later today but i think he's the coolest guy. i mean he's really really good dude him and he's really good friends with lucas wald who yeah. doesn't get and yeah. lucas is dope too by the way so for those of you who don't know who lucas wald is he's he's a phenomenal for coach phenomenal guy i mean he can do what he teaches and you know he's he, he's not an ego guy he's straight up just mm -hmm. he and i rap out and he doesn't act like he knows. What does wrap out mean? Just like we start talking about golf swings and, and, you know, what's cool. I mean, you know, what a player's doing. What, what do I see? What does he see in the swing? Uh, like Como and I have done for a long time. It's, um, but he's a good dude. Him and, him and Brando worked together. And Brando came out and got a lesson with me. And that was awesome because I got to meet him and go, this guy's like not what you'd think. What do you think of his game too? I mean, he's been – He's I think good. he's good. Yeah, absolutely. He's good. I think it was cool for him to, you know, go down and, and try and learn different things and try and change his game to go play. And, and it's cool that he gets the pressure he does and he performs under the pressure with all the people like, you know, he's got a lot of haters. Obviously. He's got a lot of haters. He's got a lot. I mean, rightfully so in some ways and unrightfully yeah. in other ways, because if you get to know him, you'll love him. Yeah. You've got some haters yourself. A lot. Yeah. Do you? 
for none of them have met me, but do you that's cool. listen to them? Like, do you ever get? Do you ever read something? Yeah, are any like, of them right? Yeah, are you ever like, you know, that's you a know, good point. usually haters are confused fans. Yeah. That's what I say. You know what I mean? They're they're usually they just you know they want what you have a lot of times, and you know like I see guys in there who've I know they hate me, and they come up and say, "Hey, what's up, George?" And I'm all this. Mother- <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I see it all the time, but you know, once they meet me and I give them enough love that, that they're like, all right, this guy's cool. It pretty much squashes any beef that they were going to try and have yeah. with me. And if they want to have beef, then they can still do what they need to do. You know what I mean? But yeah. besides that, I'm not going to be, uh, if you know me, you know, I'm never going to be a dick to you to start out. I'm going to be very respectful. I'm going to give you a chance. And then if you c- keep coming at me, then yeah then I'm not going to be nice. I mean, because golf can be this, like, old boys club. It is, extent, and I'm not right? part of the club. Yeah. I, my, my wife's like, dude, this is weird energy in here. Neither I'm not, am I. I'm not part of this club at all. I said, but not. there's a lot of cool guys in there. Yeah. I'm, there is. There's a lot of great minds in there, great dudes in there. Um, I'm just not part of that club, but that doesn't mean they're not going to accept me eventually, mm-hmm. um, or they haven't yet or now. It's just I, I just don't know everybody in that room, and I know a lot of guys know each other in there, and it's like – they're all they're all they all know what each other teach it's a lot of confirmation bias there's a lot yeah absolutely and a lot of people probably think that i'm i'm lucky and that i just came up i I hear it all the time i got lucky i got you know wolf wolf made me and 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 i said well i had sun king before that he won get out of here yeah okay you know what i mean so and then danny lee's been doing pretty damn good i mean danny i mean there's there's been i've had a lot of players on the collegiate level that are killing it you know um you know, it, it's. It, I'd be. I mean, I wish I could tell you all the players that I have that people don't know. The I can't. There's a lot. Is, is grander than we all know. It's like the coaching tree. I, I, I honestly wish you knew how many tour players that I spoke to. It's kind of crazy that could people you estimate a number. Fifteen, that I wrap out with. Like I'll talk or they'll ask me, and they'll probably all like. People have no clue. And they, and and they I would can't really never. say that they're talking to you because they've got coaches and whatever. Well, some of them, yeah, and I, and I, and I don't want to be disrespectful, and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to take their players. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I want people to understand is that I don't, I'm not trying to get tour players. I don't, I don't need tour players. You know what I mean? I like tour players, and Wolf is my boy. Akshay is my boy. Danny Sung, those guys. I, like, if, if they need me tomorrow, I'll go out and go to a tournament. But I'm not trying to take – anybody's player that's the last thing if they want me to advise or help out um without any ego being you know involved i'm I'm down to help out but if if i'm not welcome in an area i'm out that's cool do your thing how much yardage did you give danny lee (laughs) shit he was swinging at 109 when i started with them he did a long drive contest with what he called it was like 124 so you tell me he pounds it now yeah it's like well i mean he probably gained I mean, he doesn't swing at 124 every time. When he took second, what, two weeks ago in Korea, um, he, he, he wasn't swinging it that fast. But, I, I mean, he was swinging at probably 117, I, I, I guess. Um, his, his ball speed was anywhere from, a, I don't know, 167 to like 178 or something. He wasn't smashing, but he was. He used to be pretty low. He can, he can hit it. Now, when he wants to go at it, he yeah. can hit it. So my friend across the table here, Dylan, he – Played a little on the Canadian tour. He is still a pro. I, I, I use that in quotation marks because technically he, he, true. He has professional status. You look like Rob Mucci, by the way. Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Rob Mucci. I don't know. I don't know if I'm being like come at right now. Yeah, or if no. This Rob like... Mucci gets <laughs> so you're cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Keep going, Sean. Yeah. So I have a theory: is that Dylan, who used to hit the ball 
pretty far. He used to have some speed in college, I'm sure. I think he's afraid to have speed now. Like Why? I think I think he can untap it. What do you mean I, he had speed? I just saw him hit. He ain't, he ain't short. I I I know he doesn't See, hit short. I I believe already. in him. I think he can go further. I mean, I think, I think there's like a little bit of a Sean's way. wondering, do are are there people that are afraid to have speed? Is that what you're asking? Kind of. Is yes. this a question? Yes. I, I don't. I mean, I think a lot of people. I mean, most people come to me and want speed. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know many people that are afraid of, to, to hit mm. it further. I think that people are afraid to hit it. If they add speed, they're going to hit it out, out of play. But that's because they're usually doing it with their arms. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are people afraid of most often in golf? Looking stupid. Position here. Checks out. Yeah. yeah. Me. I mean, just damaging the ego. I think everyone is in that that area of if they get to get to a certain area like myself now where I have to present, that's not my forte. Mm -hmm. I'm not someone who likes to sit there and talk about myself. Right. And that's what we're doing here. Exactly. So it's, it's not something that, that comes easy, but the fact is, is if we're actually um, talking about the ego, uh, I think that's what most people are afraid of is looking stupid. And what I try to do to my players is make them comfortable and be okay with all outcomes, whether it's shanking it off the first tee, um, looking stupid. I have a lot of my kids do drills, walking alone at school, because um, that's what dorks do. And then I always put out there, I said, who's the coolest guy that walks alone? They always go, Jake Merritt. I'm all, why do you think he walks alone? Because he don't give a shit. I'm all, exactly, <laughs> so that's where you need to go. Go walk alone and be secure with yourself. Um, so I you think, tell guys to walk by themselves at school? Absolutely, just to because I remember feeling. when I was a kid, I think that a lot of kids, we'd all wait in groups after school and you want to be accepted and all the rest. And I think it starts in school. You know, the insecurities start in school because people are talking and you want to be in the in crowd and all the rest. And it's as soon as you can get out of that and be okay with looking stupid and walking alone, um, I think that you're well on your way to playing better golf. I think that's a big reason why people are so afraid. They're just afraid to look dumb. You know what I mean? I, like today, when you guys are out here, yeah. you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? You hit balls. Yeah. Okay. And people judge you. It's pretty. How's that going to change your life? Low stakes. <laughs> I, well, I mean, what, how's that honestly going to change our lives if if mm. we all fail out here? Mm. If you don't get more speed and you hit it like <laughs> in front of all these guys and mm. they're all going to say I suck, yeah, I'm still <laughs> booked. People people still want to come and get lessons, no matter if I get you guys better or not. So mm. to take the pressure off you, there is no pressure on me to get you guys better. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try and help you. I'm going to put my 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 eyes on you guys and do the best I can to actually get you better. I'm stoked. And so so. I think that's the biggest problem is golf is that we're afraid to look, look bad. Yeah. And we can't relax either. Um, because usually it's our mind there. is on, well, usually yeah. our minds so far in the future. Um, I think most people's minds are so far in the future yeah. that they, they rile themselves up. Yeah. Once you hit a bad shot, like how do I say, I get more, more people present yeah. now than I ever have. Like kids that are like, I've never even looked at mountains. Like they're like, I'm almost check this shit out over here. Look at the mountains. Can we mountains right behind our place mm-hmm. and the trees? And I say, hear the sounds like I've never done that. I'm all you're fucked. You're, yeah. you're in your head the whole day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as soon as someone, that's why you said, do I have a plan? Mm-hmm. It's smart to have a plan. It's smart to have goals. But the fact is, look at it this way. Someone told me this a long time ago and said that lions don't think they just do. And I'm all, you talking about i didn't know and they said lions don't think they just do you think they have remorse for killing somebody and i'm like i have no idea i said that's what lions do and another guy same guy said hey listen 
if a lion came around that corner right now and you knew it was coming around the corner and you had an hour to think about it, what would you do? I said, I worked the f up out of myself. I'd think about so much shit, where I'm going to run, how I'm going to run. So what if that thing came out and you saw it the same time the other time when you knew it was coming out? I said, which one would you rather have? I said, I'd probably rather have the one where I didn't know it was coming. Okay. Absolutely. Why? Totally instinctive. F yeah, you're moving. You know yeah. what I mean? And we need to stay instinctive. So if we're thinking too far ahead and trying to plan it out, we're not present. And when mm -hmm. we're not present, we are not at our best. We're not. You got me thinking there's a lion that's going to come I think the we should set this up for this afternoon for your demo. We'll just get in touch with a zoo. Yeah. Hey, okay, what's the it. biggest cat you got? Let's right. do it, bro. <laughs> I got one got more one? question. Yeah. Um, and that's why I brought up wrestling earlier is because wrestling is a very position-based sport. Very Helps um, with my muscle teaching. does it. I'm curious how the all-state wrestler that you were because i can actually i can position people's body like some people are stiff and i'll just grab their legs and i'll turn them i'll lift them up or i'll pull their arms in certain positions um and and so i can turn them back i can open their legs up the right way and it, it helps a lot it helps for me to be able to control bodies okay and so if i couldn't or i was afraid to actually put my hands on people i, I don't think i'd get the results i did i think that People are like, oh, that's a girl, or that's a dude, or that's blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, guys are fucking so ridiculous. You're it's a like, it's you're a golfer. Everyone's a golfer to me. I'm gonna move people's legs the same. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna actually move people's arms the same. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do the same. Shit. Everybody's the same. Last question, then we'll go get after it on the range. Is there anything that you would like people to know about yourself, or you know, perception that people have wrong? What would you like people to know about George Genghis? Keep thinking whatever you want about me. <laughs> I don't give a f It doesn't matter. It's like you can't, you're not going to change what I do. I'm like living for my, for my players and myself and, and doing the best I can do. So if, if, you, if you don't know who I am or don't like who I am, then keep doing it. One thing George Gankus, not that great at, holding a mic up to his mouth. What's that? Well, this thing's like <laughs> right. I did, I'm definitely not it's all good. good. You did great, man. I really appreciate the time. I'll work on getting up and into this mic. <laughs> That's right. Don't change except for that. Okay. I'll Thank, work on Thanks that. for joining us, though. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Let's go hit some balls. All right. Major thanks to George Gankus. He gave us a little shout-out on Instagram. He said, guys, come out for a lesson on me in California. Do you think he meant that? I think he did. I think he meant I it have when to he take typed him it. At, I, need to, <laughs> I need to take him at his word. That's all we can do. Um, that's the thing that I learned with George. 20 minutes is not enough. I need 60 minutes. It's just need, a little I need, taste. I know. Even if you had 60 minutes, you'd want more. Just enough to get drunk on, on the Gankus juice. But thank you to him for joining us. Next week, we go from Gankus to... My guy, Brandel Chambly, Sean. <laughs> we sat down with Brandel for about an hour. Dylan wouldn't want to get up from his chair. He was completely wrapped. It's like, oh, should we let him go? No. More <laughs> questions. It was a lot of fun, though. We dove into Brandel's swing thoughts, mm -hmm. his instruction thoughts, his research, his broadcast work. Best players in the world. All the studio, it. it started to smoke at the end. It was, <laughs> there was just a, some small fires. So we, that's actually why we had to stop taping the podcast. But I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, and he complimented my beard, called it the best beard in golf. Oof. I will take that and uh, leave you with it. Join us here next week for another episode of The Drop Zone.